talking to look a lot. Good morning. How are we? Hope we're all good. It is the 1st of December. And today we're talking about essentially out exercising a bad diet. Fitbit's telling you that you've burnt 300 calories. Can you, is it okay if I eat more? Now, I want to go over this because it depends one on your goal and where you are right now. Like, because if I just say, no, you, you shouldn't eat 300 calories more if you burn more 300 calories. You've got to consider here where you're at right now because it's the 1st of December. Quite often, many people traditionally on the 1st of December would be saying, you know what? It's December, I'll start in January. This year, I'm getting glimpses that it's a lot different. I think with obviously the pandemic and the research that's out about our metabolic health, how important it is to stay fit to stay healthy to do what we can with our body fat levels we know that that has a huge impact on our ability to not just recover quicker but also stay healthy for other diseases regardless so and there's been more attention around that which is which is obviously a great thing in terms of public health so there's also obviously coming to the end of restrictions easing and we've been almost been locked down for November. So now it's opening up. So people are actually craving a bit of social interaction. In fact, I got a message from loads of the ladies in the last week who were so excited. Not and the, the interesting part is, is not necessarily to, <laughs> to work out, of course, but one of the main things that comes up is I just can't wait to see everyone again. And when, you, when I thought about it, I had a chat with one of the ladies. She was like, yeah, it's actually one of the most normal things I do in my life now. You know, when I'm exercising, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm in my zone. I feel safe. I can see other people, albeit from a distance, albeit socially distanced. And it's my time. I go somewhere. No one needs me. I'm essentially told what to do. I don't have to think about it. And I come out feeling great. And I thought, yeah, that's powerful. Really powerful. You flooded your brain with endorphins at the same time, which is awesome. So, can you? Let's go back to this question. So, can you? If you, if your Fitbit tells you to eat an extra three hundred calories, is it okay to eat that more? Now, number one, you got to consider your goal. If your goal is fat loss, according according to the numbers there you're essentially just going to, depends on your set calories, if they were for maintenance, if they were for fat loss. So you've got to consider, if you're trying to lose body fat, but you're using exercise to allow you to eat more, that's fine. That can technically work, but for how long? That's what I would say. Just because if you're constantly into that battle now of, oh, I'll eat that, but then I'll exercise there. There might reach a time where you can't do that exercise, but you're used to eating more. You see it with a lot of like athletes who maybe retire and are used to eating loads. And then they're like, their appetite stays the same. Their habits are with their eating stays the same. But now they're not doing the exercise to burn it off. That's not to say it's, you can't do that though. And you've got to consider that in December, especially often, sometimes people will say, I can't do it all. So what's the point? I'll start in January when it's a lot easier. You've got to consider whether it actually is easier. <clears throat> because like I was speaking to one of the ladies yesterday and we were talking about how when she says she's going to exercise every day, she actually exercises less. When she says she's going to exercise every day, she exercises less because if she misses a day, she just goes, oh, I missed a day now. I can't even remember how many days I've done. What's the point? 
I'll just, you know, write this week off. Whereas if she says, I'm going to commit to three exercise sessions this week, in her head, she says, well, that's not enough. That voice is going, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough, Matt. You won't get results exercising three times a week. But guess what? She ends up exercising three times a week, which is three times more or two times more than she did the last week because she did maybe did two days in a row, then didn't miss the day, and then it's like, oh, sod it. So now she's done more. Now, in her head, she's still thinking that's not enough, though. But then when you consider the question, how consistently have you done three sessions a week for in your life? The answer is, well, not that long because I never think it's enough. So consistency comes in here. Now, my point is, if in December, what if you're like, well, I enjoy myself with food and go crazy with it, that's fine. But what if you get into great exercise habits? So that come January, you don't have to worry about what to wear. You don't have to worry about how fit you are. You don't have to worry about where you go for exercise. You don't have to worry about how you're going to fit it into your lifestyle because you've already sorted them out already. You've got more confidence that you can do it. You've got a system that you know works, that makes you feel good. You know what the time of day, you know what to eat before exercise, you know what to eat after exercise. These are all questions and things that can make us quite anxious, things that can make us quite overwhelmed when we start something new. And imagine leaving all that to January, throw on top where we'll be with a, in the midst of a pandemic, where we'll be with the weather, where we'll be with our fitness levels, where we'll be with our motivation then. Imagine making it easier for ourselves in January. So my point is here is that's okay if you want to do that because, you know, at the end of the day, better is better. This is you versus you. This is about getting 1% better each day. But I will say is the reason why that can be quite a flawed method in terms of my Fitbit told me to tell me I burnt 300 calories so I can eat 300 calories. We know there's a lot of error with that. For example, if I go swimming, I'll burn a lot more calories than if I go and do my usual exercise because um, I don't swim that often. I can swim, but I'm not like a, like a professional swimmer. So I'm quite inefficient when I swim. I don't conserve energy. I don't swim in a, in a really efficient way because my fitness levels aren't geared for swimming. So I'll burn more calories. However, if a professional swimmer swims for the same amount of time, they'll burn fewer calories because they're very good at conserving their energy and doing it. Their body's getting used to it. Now, my point with this is you've got an adaptation there. You've also got an adaptation in, if you're exercising a lot, you might then stop doing the things that you once did, like getting the stairs instead of the lift, or vice versa. You might get the lift now instead of the stairs. You might go, you know what? You know what? Can you walk the dog today? I am knackered. You might say something like that. You know what? Can you pick up the kids today? I'm tired. You know what? We won't do this today. You might fidget less. There's research in twins where they look, why is one obese and one's lean? They've got the same genetics. One of them seems to fidget more. One of them's a bit more movement on the go. You might end up using body language less. Sounds really, really weird, but these add up. You know, if you look, someone who's tired talks a bit more like this. When you've got more energy, you're using your hands a bit more. Maybe it's my Italian genes. Someone said, I'll never forget this, in a video I did years ago, actually. They said, Matt, I, I love your videos, but I can't concentrate because you're waving your arms everywhere. I was like, I'm now conscious of waving my arms. Keep them, 
But actually now I'm thinking, well, the research on this is called non-exercise activity thermogenesis. <laughs> Neat. This is actually maybe benefiting. And they did one study where you've got to remember, as you get lighter, so let's say you've lost a few pounds, your metabolism, essentially, your metabolic rate that, that is, and your calories needed to make you survive is less because you're a smaller human being. So if you're always doing what you were doing, you might need to change that because you're now burning less calories. So you might hit a plateau. So you've got all these variables to consider. But what they found in this study is if someone lost two pounds to avoid a plateau, they just put two pounds in a backpack or a weight vest, walk around. And now that they're burning the same calories as they were for the same thing, because if they walk 10 miles a day, they're now carrying the same weight as they were when they were heavier because they've added the weight that they've lost in their back. I remember Julie. Julie used to do it with sugar. This is how many bags of sugars I've lost this week. It's quite a powerful thing to look at. Anyway, I hope that helps. Um, I hope that helps. Any questions on that, do let me know. It is one day to go and still so much to do to get reopened tomorrow. But I look forward to it. It's going to be a busy day. Any questions, let me know and speak soon. We have got... Uh, full body bar at half six this morning with Chloe. Um, this is live from home, obviously, at the moment. And then we have beginner's yoga. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Is it Tuesday? Tuesday. It is Tuesday. So we have Tai Chi this morning. Yes, Tai Chi this morning at 7.15. So, and then we have our no floor at 9.30. So there's no getting up and down from the floor. Our knee friendly workout. Coffee morning. It's a busy day ahead. Stomach blast tonight. So I'll leave you with that. Any questions, let me know and speak soon.